1: Crime Time is back once again, and this time we are shrouded in mystery. We are mysterious women searching for answers and drinking wine and absolutely not fact-checking anything or properly researching. I'm Amy Patterson.
0: And I'm Rachel Webb, and we are fangirling over Crime Time Unsolved Edition.
1: Ooh, (laughs) spooky. So, yes, we've gone with um, an unsolved theme, shall we say? Because what have we done? We've done... um, Australian crimes? Yes. Serial killers? Yes. And now unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Right? Um so we've each taken a bit of a different take to this. Yeah. Because we did research today. Yeah. You will be surprised. Yeah. It's not great, but we did some.
0: We did some.
1: Rachel printed an entire Wikipedia site.
0: <laughs> yep, that I turned into spicy little notes for myself. Spicy?
1: Okay, well, um, you guys know the drill. We've done this before. You guys loved this, actually. Yeah. We've got a lot of feedback from, you know, the whole crime time saga, shall it's we call true. it?
0: Yes, people are, people are really enjoying it. I think they just really enjoy severely uninformed women talking about shit that they know nothing about.
1: Yes. This week, though, to add to the mystery, we are drinking wine.
0: Yeah, again, course. Yes, as um, usual.
1: <laughs> so, look, things could just, we don't really know what's going to happen.
0: We do not know.
1: We're going to get from A to B, Mm-mm. but you're um you're in for a journey. Let's just. It's say It's going to be
0: a wild ride, guys.
1: Oh, okay. So, who have you? What have you chosen? Who? Because I guess it's unsolved, so we don't really know. We don't know. What's it's an your story? Aussie one? Oh, okay. I know.
0: I love Aussie things. Great. Okay, so, this... so do
1: I. <laughs> <laughs> not not everything Aussie, but most things. But
0: most things. But most things. I love a good. I love a good Aussie mystery. I love a good Aussie murder. Mm-hmm. Um. And so many of them occur in the place that I'm going to talk about. Mm. Um, so uh, it's been joked and called the Hellmouth. So yep. many Because so many weird and murdery and mysterious shit happens there. We're talking Glenelg. Yep. South Australia. Yep.
1: Been there. Love it.
0: Yep. I, my best friend when I was like in primary school, my best friend moved away to Glenelg. Right. Um, and... I, you know, I was going to lie and say she dropped off the face of the earth, but I think that was more like we lost touch. Yeah. And not that she disappeared.
1: Yeah. Well, but do we know that?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Don't know. Belinda, if you're out there, Belinda Norton, if you're out there. And she's like, no, shut the fuck up. (laughs) She's like, leave me alone. I moved to the Hellmouth to escape you. (laughs) (laughs) Stop talking to me. (laughs) Oh, dear God. So... This is the the mystery of the Somerton Man.
1: Summerton Man, not yes. to be confused with Burning Man. <laughs>
0: not, no, not not at all to be confused <laughs> with Burning Man. This happened in 1948. Oh, on the first of December. Oh, so at six thirty a.m., police were contacted because a body was discovered on the beach uh, of Glenelg. Obviously,
1: right, very popular beach. Well,
0: it's Somerton Beach. It's and Elk. Listen, it's close enough to the Hell Mouth for me, yeah. right?
1: It's in that general. It's area. It's in the general
0: area. So the man he was found lying across the sand. Um, it was like he was lying on his back. He had his head resting against the seawall. Oh, his legs were extended and his feet were crossed.
1: Right, so, like, so we're imitating so, that now, yeah. guys, because we're sitting okay. on the floor. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So it believed that he was died while he died while he was sleeping, and so there was an unlit cigarette. Mm. On the right collar of his coat. Mm-hmm. Then when they searched his pockets, they found an unused second class train ticket, a bus ticket that may or may not have been used, mm-hmm. uh, a comb, mm-hmm. half empty packet of juicy fruit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep, uh, a cigarette packet which contained seven cigarettes of a different brand. Right. Oh, that
1: gives me just That's anxiety weird, right? number one.
0: I know. And a quarter, bo- a quarter full box of matches. Okay. So witnesses came forward and said that on the evening of the 30th of November, so the night before, mm. they'd seen somebody resembling that dude laying on his back in the same spot and same position where the corpse was later found. Right. One couple who saw him at around 7 said that they saw him extend his right arm to its fullest and then just drop it limply.
1: Oh, this is know. giving me the heebie-jeebies. Right? Yep.
0: And then another couple who saw him from, you know, somewhere between 7.30 and 8, during which time like the street lights came on at that time, mm. um, they said that they didn't see him move during the half an hour which he was in their view – but they did have the impression that his position had changed but they had commented between themselves that it was weird that he wasn't reacting to the mozzies that were around Ugh. but they thought that it was like more likely that he was like drunk or asleep and so they didn't really you know want to mess with that yeah another witness told police that she saw a man looking down at the sleeping man from the top of the steps that led to the beach Woo-hoo. right
1: There's a man on the stairs.
0: There's a man on the stairs. So they did an autopsy, Mm -hmm. right? And the pathologist estimated that his time of death was around 2 a.m. Okay. So when those people were seeing him at like 7 and 8 p.m., he was still alive. His last meal was a pasty, eaten three or four hours before his death.
1: Pasty and juicy fruits. Right. Okay, yep.
0: But tests failed to reveal any foreign substance in his body. Okay. But they did suspect poisoning, but the pasty was not the source of the poisoning. Right? Yep, right. So, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) It continues. So, um,
0: on the 14th of January... Mm Mm-hmm. They discovered, um, the the people who worked at the Adelaide Railway Station, they discovered a brown suitcase with its label removed. Mm. It had been checked into the station cloakroom on the 30th of November. Right? Yes. It was believed that the suitcase was owned by the man on the beach. And in it were a red checkered dressing gown, a size 7 pair of trousers with sand in the cuffs, an electrician's screwdriver, a table knife cut down into a short, sharp instrument, a pair of scissors with sharpened points, a small square of zinc, thought to have been used as like a protective sheath for the knife and scissors. Yeah, and a stenciling brush.
1: Yeah.
0: Weird. Okay.
1: There is no nothing. Connects nothing. Connects.
0: He so got a bunch of sharp shit and <laughs> some clothes and some juicy fruits. So then he's so like the, all the identification marks on the clothes had been removed because, like back in those days, it was really common to label all of your
1: clothing, right? Yeah, with your name.
0: Yeah, but police found the name T. Keen on a tie, T-keen. Keen on a laundry bag. Both of those with an e, but and then there was Keen without the e on a singlet and there were like three dry cleaning tickets okay but they the police think that whoever removed the clothing tags um either overlooked these items or purposefully left the keen ones there knowing that keen was not the dude's name
1: right right so a bit of false misleading it, yeah, evidence. yeah
0: it's all like so this is somebody smart yeah. who didn't want to be identified um and then then a search concluded that there was no T. Keene missing in any English-speaking country. What? And a nationwide circulation of the dry-cleaning tickets
1: brought up nothing. So no dry-cleaners came forward to say... And
0: said, oh, yeah, that was this dude. Yeah, Jesus. nobody came forward. And the only thing that could be, like, the only piece of evidence that they got from the suitcase was that it was manufactured in the U.S., and the coat. So the coat and the suitcase had been manufactured in the US and the coat hadn't been imported. So that means that whoever bought it had to have bought it in the US and brought it back here
1: to Australia. Right. But America is an English speaking country and, and confirmed but there was no, no tea missing...
0: king there.
1: Right? Right. It's
0: so weird, right?
1: Mm. On top nothing of- nothing at all. Like connecting anything, you know, when we were talking about dingo saw baby, and there were things where we were like, uh, exact- nothing, here. nothing, nothing is connecting. Ticking. No, anyway, continue.
0: So then they checked all the train records, right? Yep. And they believed that the man arrived at Adelaide Railway Station by overnight train from either Melbourne, Sydney, or Port Augusta. Right. They he showered and shaved
1: mm.
0: at the adjacent city baths, then he returned to the train station to buy the bus ticket. So right. he didn't – and then he didn't catch the bus or whatever. I don't know. No, no, sorry. He purchased another train ticket. That was the train ticket that he didn't use. So for whatever reason, then he caught a bus to Glenelg. Right. On top of oh, – and there's no record of the train station's bathroom facilities being unavailable on the day that he arrived. So it's like why did he go – to the city baths when he could have just used the ones that, the were, ones there. that were there because he was going to buy a ticket and catch another train anyway.
1: Yeah, something doesn't add up But this dude. Nothing's
0: adding up. And then on top of all of that, a tiny piece of rolled up paper ripped from a book was found in a fob pocket sewn within his trouser pocket. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> and all it said was, "tamam
1: should. Mum should.
0: So, public library officials called in to translate the text, mm. and it's identified as a phrase meaning "ended" or "finished," <sighs> found in the last page of some foreign book.
1: Right. So it's like him. It's the end type thing,
0: I guess. And police conducted an Australia-wide search to find a copy of the book, mm. um, and they they did eventually find it. Um, the theme of the book is that one should live life to the fullest and have no regrets Regrets when it ends. So they kind of thought, oh, maybe he committed suicide, but there's literally no other How? evidence to suggest that he committed suicide. Um, then on the back of the book that had the page ripped out, mm. there were faint indentations Representing five lines of text in capital letters, the second line had been struck out. Right. This is what it said. Okay. W-R-G-O-A-B-A-B-D.
1: What? Yeah, well, that's, blah, 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 blah. That's,
0: that's the first line. <laughs> the second line is M-L-A-O-I and that's crossed out.
1: Oh, this is a code. Right? Yeah.
0: Then it's W-T-B-I-M-P-A-N-E. E-T-P. Then there's a weird cross. <laughs> then. Then there's like a weird X with a line through it. Right. Then M-L-I-A-B-O-A-I-A-Q-C. Last line is I-T-T-M-T-S-A-M-S-T-G-A-B.
1: I feel like I'm at the optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> Did I pass? So none of any of that stuff makes any fucking Nothing sense. Nothing makes sense. Okay, so I get that they're saying, okay, well maybe he did all this elaborate stuff and he was like, "You know what? I've had a good life. I'm done." How did he die?
0: How did he die? He just what
1: was like, "I'm gonna stop breathing."
0: And then he like just raises his arm and, and then drops it like, and I'm then done. but that's hours before he actually died. So what the fuck was the arm thing about?
1: I don't know. Was he a zombie?
0: Was he checking is this poison working?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Am
0: I paralyzed
1: yet? Am I dying? I
0: don't know. So um, Right, so what happened? So they sent it obviously they sent the code to cryptographers. Yes. Oh, I'm loving this. Right. They said that it would be impossible to provide a satisfactory answer because um it had insufficient symbols from which a clear meaning could be extracted and the text is probably the meaningless product of a disturbed mind.
1: Oh, okay then. Cryptologists? It gets better. Oh, my God. Keep going.
0: A telephone number was found in the back of, of the book. Oh. Ooh, it belonged the, to a nurse named Jessica Ellen, nicknamed Joe Thompson. Mm-hmm. She was born Jessie Harkness in the Sydney suburb of Marrickville. Right. Where she lived... In Glenelg. Oh, my God. Stop it. About 400 metres north of the location where the body Ooh, was found.
1: Look at my goosebumps. I oh, know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy.
0: So she was interviewed by police. and uh, She said she didn't know him. She didn't know why he would have her phone number. She didn't know why he would be in her suburb the night of his death.
1: Oh, this took a turn.
0: She also reported that at some time in late 1948, an unidentified man had attempted to visit her and asked a next-door neighbour about her.
1: Oh, oh, no.
0: An investigator stated that he found that she was either being ev- evasive or she just didn't want to talk about it. She and he believed that Thompson knew. The person. The, the dude. And her daughter who was interviewed in 2014, about right. seven years after the woman died. Yep. So her daughter said that she believed that her mother knew who it was. Ooh. So there's been all this speculation also that the dead man was a spy. Oh. Right? i right. so
1: excited about this.
0: <laughs> Your story shits all over mine. Let's just keep <laughs> talking about this. At least two sites – relatively close to Adelaide, were of interest to spies. So, there was the Radium Hill uranium mine. Yeah. And the Woomera test range, which was Woomera. a military research facility. Yeah. Facilito. Facilito. And his death coincided with a reorganization of Australian security agencies, which would culminate in mm. the formation of ASIO. Right. So... It would be followed by a crackdown on Soviet, you know, fucking shit. I knew it. That was I knew going, he was right, a Russian spy. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this is widely regarded as one of Australia's greatest mysteries. They still don't know
1: no. who he was and
0: they don't know how he died.
1: Right. So I reckon he was a Soviet spy and they had some crazy magical tablet like in The Matrix yeah. that you can take, you die. Yeah. And he I don't know what yeah. he was here for. Like we'll never like know. the nightlock. Exactly.
0: In, in in Hunger Games. Exactly. He did the thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. The untr- untraceable mm. poison. Untraceable
0: poison. All of
1: that is very Could you imagine being like a cop on that? Just being like what the
0: fuck? It would drive me insane. Ins-
1: I could never be like a detective because I need answers. Exactly. I'm a control freak. I need, I need to know like now. Oh, and I just things
0: need to make sense, and nothing about this makes
1: sense. I just can't believe that. Well, I mean, they only checked English-speaking countries, didn't they? A for Keen. Yes. Well, that's true. We don't even know if that's his name.
0: We don't know if that's his name. We don't know
1: him at all. And, and they can't rightly just go and plaster his face. And off.
0: this, this Jesse Joe lady.
1: Je- ha- yeah, that one. Thompson. Yeah. She knows. She knew and she, she died, knew. so now we'll never know. Now
0: we'll never know. Thanks, unless she Jessie. secretly told her
1: daughter. Ooh. And her daughter's waiting. She's waiting for an expose at sixty minutes. No, they like, did
0: a sixty minutes. That's when she said out. she thought she, she knew. Her- that was a twenty fourteen. if interview was sixty
1: minutes or no. She missed she her missed opportunity. Out. Look, I have no answers. I can't even begin to speculate about what may have happened. As soon as you read that code out, I was like, spy. He was a spy. He's a spy. Absolutely a spy. And
0: it was sewn into his pants a pocket, a secret fob pocket in his pants.
1: Like, what's the point of that? You're making your pants, you're like, you know what? Just slide this little piece of paper (laughs) in there. (laughs) Just slide it on him. And all it said was, to mum should. (laughs) To mum, mum, maybe it was a person, to mum should.
0: And then in the back of the book that he ripped the thing off that he hid in his pants was a code. And a phone number to the lady who lived 400 meters from where he died, and then she's like, "I don't know who that is." Bullshit, Joe. You, you know,
1: knew. you know, Joe. Joe was a Soviet spy too.
0: Yeah, calling it. Get her in. Joe's a Soviet spy.
1: Wow, that was a roller coaster. It they just never going to solve in. it either. I mean, it, it that's was the like issue. a pack
0: of Tim Tams.
1: She <laughs> <You never, laughs> just keeps going. Keeps going. Yeah, I don't know because I've never eaten a pack of Tim Tams, but I've heard. We'll get into that in a later episode, actually, because we're talking about Wait, unpopular you, opinions. You don't
0: like Tim Tams?
1: No. We'll get onto that. You oh no, save, you don't like chocolate? Yeah. You save yeah. that disappointment.
0: I know she can see my face right now, and I'm <laughs> I'm literally looking at
1: the ground like I'm avoiding. You. No, know, I
0: don't know how we're friends. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've said it a couple of times, and other times we're the best friends
0: ever. <laughs> we're the same person. Yeah. She's like, I don't like chocolate, <laughs> and she's drinking red wine, which I don't like.
1: No. Whereas I'll have a glass of white, but I can't stick to the white. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.
0: I gotta have the white.
1: Mm, I'm a, I'm a. But
0: I'm also a chocolate person. So yeah,
1: that's a different kind of people. Don't mind me. Anyway, we digress. (laughs) The issue with these kind of, you know, crimes or mysteries, whatever you want to call them, is they occurred. What was this?
0: 1944? Did you say? 48. 48. Yeah, close.
1: Good memory. Yeah. (laughs) You were
0: really paying attention,
1: Ames. (laughs) There was was so much happening there. Like honestly, I know. There was a lot. They? Did you ever watch that um, show with? The lady. (laughs) Read my mind here. That show with the lady, About cold cases. Was it... um, Was it called Cold Case? It was called Cold Case, but I'm trying to think of... Was she medium? Was that the medium lady? There
0: was a medium also. There's Cold Case, there's Bones, there's medium. Bones is
1: great, number one. Bones is
0: also great. Anyway. Uh, Cold Case Case was a show, but also medium was a show.
1: And I feel like the ladies looked similar in my mind. I Um,
0: think so too. I think they both had short blonde hair. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anyway. That's not the point. The point is (laughs) cold case was a bit like that. Like, you know, she essentially dug up, not from the 1940s, but she dug up cases and was like, I'm going to solve this. How would you even solve that? Like there's nothing. There's nothing to go of. There's a man that died. No one knew him. All the countries that spoke English were like, nah. Nah, I'm
0: sure that they still have like a bust of what? Of him Like they made a bust Right Because they actually embalmed his body It's the first time that they felt the need to do that Because they were like We can't Solve this We can't solve this So we're just going to embalm him Just in case Yeah Ooh, Gross right
1: It is gross Right, so... Let's
0: go to yours, because
1: I'm... (laughs) I've got the heebie-jeebies. Right, mine is nowhere near as interesting as that, but we're just going to roll with it.
0: I bet it is.
1: So mine, I actually, when I was doing research for this, (laughs) I was like, shall I go with something like, you know, Jack the Ripper, the Black Dahlia, something that is, you know... Of
0: course, universal.
1: However, in my studies of trying to determine between if I go Jack the Ripper or Black Dahlia, I found um, a murder mystery where two young girls were murdered in America. This is an American because all the fucked up shit happens there, right? Yeah, let's be real. So this is – this happened in 2017. Okay, so it's not that old. Recent mystery. Right. Could still be solved. Could still be, right? So I'm going to – we'll drop some truth on this and see what's happened. Yeah, yeah. So um, they call this – the Snapchat murders. Oh my God.
0: It's so relevant. Right? I
1: love it. So I was like, yes, ma'am, this is happening. Hang on. My husband has sent me a message about our pizza that was delivered. And I feel like maybe mine didn't arrive. Oh no. He's just telling me that it's here.
0: Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) We tried to get Reese to take photos of us and he failed greatly.
1: Well, <laughs> we took a selfie. You'll probably see that later. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So this is called um, the Snapchat murders. I'll give you a bit of a brief rundown. Okay. So I've also taken some Wikipedia notes and put a- it into a, a thing. Okay. <laughs> so schoolgirls, Liberty, Libby, German, um, she was aged 14 and her 13-year-old friend, Abigail Williams, um, were walking along um, a bridge trail, essentially. You know, it's like a trailhead. You go for a walk a bit like what we call the Red Arrow here. It's a little... You know, you go on a bit of a scenic walk. Um, On the 13th of February in 2017, um, Liberty's older sister had dropped them there to be like, you know what, go and have a nice explore, blah, blah, blah. There's all boardwalks and everything through there. How old were they? So Liberty was 14. Abigail was 13. Yeah. Yeah. To put this into perspective, they live in a town of 30,000 people. So our hometown has 150,000 people. Yeah. It's not a big city. It's not big. Right? So they live – that's what even makes this juicier, but I'll get to that. So they disappeared from um, this trail. But the events that led up to their disappearance and then subsequent the finding of their bodies, because they were found on February 14th, you know, the next day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, 2017. Um, So there was a heap of media coverage around this because these girls were quite smart – so they mm. actually photographed a man and recorded his voice. Get out this is Snapchat. still This is still unsolved. They got him on camera and they got his voice on Snapchat because what happened was they were walking along, taking Snapchats of each other. I've just gone off the script here. I'm not even reading it. I'm just yeah. telling you how it is. They took video footage of him, yeah. recorded him, and have a photo of him. This murder- these murders are still unsolved. And I'm going to tell you how that all happened. Oh, my God. So, these two girls managed to photograph, like I said, and then record the voice of their killer before they died on February 13th, 2017. Whew. Yet, over, after a year in the tiny community of fewer than 30,000 residents, the case still remained unsolved with, like, no leads at all. What? Yep. So, this is how it all happened. Following a sleepover at Libby's home, the best friends were hiking along the Mononhue Bridge Trail, using Snapchat to take photos and selfies, when they noticed a heavyset man walking along the railway tracks behind them.
0: When they say heavy heavy heavyset, they mean fat.
1: Yeah, like... Like a fat dude. The photo of him is... Like, you can see him. I'll show you. Oh, my God, This is the actual actual photo that they took of him. Hang on, I'll scroll scroll through my Wikipedia. Scroll down. This is him. (gasps) Get out! Right? And then... But, but that's the photo they took of him. This is the photo that the police took as a sketch. So, guys, it looks nothing like it. Guys, it like looks it. like a
0: cartoon of
1: <laughs> fat Chris Pratt. It does. It looks like fat Chris Pratt. It looks like fat Chris Pratt. And it does not look anything like what I would take no, from that photo. not at all. Okay. So, um, Libby had the presence of mind to take a photo of the man who was following them essentially of along course. this track because she was a, a smart girl. girl. Like a raptor. Right? Yes. (laughs) Clever girl. Clever girl. (laughs) Um, This man's head was bent and he was wearing a cap and walking with his hands in his pockets. Case in point, this photograph, right? That exact photograph. And this photograph was distributed to the community of 30,000 people. Bruh. Nobody. Nobody knew anything. As if nobody knows anything about this dude. Exactly. It gets creepier. Once he was close enough, because he sped up to match the girl's pace, right? Is how it reads. (sighs) Um, Because, you know, they track his footprints. I don't know how you tell how quick someone's walking. Anyway, whatever. I'm not a scientist. Once he was close enough, she actually caught one more clue on her Snapchat. And it Mm -hmm. was a man's gruff voice saying, down the hill. So that's what he said on the recording that they later took from her phone. Because they had all of their phones and everything with them. When they were found. I'm so creeped out by that. Sometime after that, Libby and Abigail were murdered. Their bodies were found in a wooded area less than a mile from where they were last seen alive. Was it down a hill? Yes. Oh. But they don't know if that's got any correlation to it or if he actually killed them somewhere and then just tossed them off the side, you know. Or well, maybe he was talking to himself and saying where he was going to put them. Yes. <laughs> no details surrounding the girl's cause of death have ever been released. So this oh, well, is,
0: I guess because everything's still...
1: Yeah, so it's quite recent, so we probably... It's not that they're
0: unknown, it's that they're re- they've not been released. Yes. Perhaps because they're waiting for somebody to slip up and say, oh, well, you know, because so-and-so was strangled and they go, well, we never
1: told We never anybody. told you that. We never told you we that. Never t-
0: they're doing the old bait and switch. Is exactly. that what it's called? Is it bait and switch? Oh, it's I've not really, no I don't fucking know. But they're doing the switch rooney the trick tricker the dos I yeah. don't know what the fuck I'm saying.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> do I. Too much wine. I guess the main thing that I took away from this is Abby actually posted – sorry, Libby actually posted a photo of Abby walking along this bridge to her social media. That was how they knew exactly where exactly they were. Exactly where they were. Right? And plus they've got the snap location shit yeah. thing going on as well. So what baffles me so much about this, and I'll still there's still more to come, but in this day and age, you literally have – gps tracking you can find these girls you know you can do all this stuff and they Mm. found them quite quickly Mm. they found them the next day they were reported missing at 5 30 in the afternoon um after the girls failed to meet liberty's father who was going to pick them up at quarter past three um so then they looked around for him for a while um yes so the and then the girls bodies were found at noon the next day at the bottom of um, an abandoned bridge so Mm. down in there (sighs) Um, they were about 15 metres down the bank, so down the hill. Down the hill. <sighs> anyway, um, since all of that happened, the police and the investigators actually received more than 30,000 tips. There's 30,000 people in this town. They received more That's than, like a tip yeah, each. They received more than 30,000 tips and interviewed thousands of suspects as they tried to find the prime suspect, the man who thousands was photographed. Of thousands of sub- in suspects. In a 30,000 yes, town. But no one was has been arrested to... To this day, so they had a few um, people who they, you know, highlight as as persons of interest, mm. um, and there was four main guys. Okay. Now this is where it gets juicy because I feel like one of the guys probably definitely did it. You tell me what your thoughts are. Okay. So the first guy's name was Paul Etta. Um and on July twenty third, twenty nineteen. So this is two years after mm. after receiving a tip, the authorities announced that Paul Etta was being considered as a person of interest in these murders edda was wanted for the kidnapping and rape of a 26 year old woman um on june of 2019 five days later edda was surrounded by police in association with you know being trying to them trying to take him in for questioning on this yeah he actually killed himself so that's where that that lead ended and they were like well fuck you know on to the next um, and that was Daniel J. Nations, uh, a registered sex offender from Indiana. He was arrested in Woodland Park, Colorado, in September 2017, charged with threatening strangers um, on a trail with a hatchet. I love. Oh, yep. what a wonderful character! Yep, his um, car registration was all you know <laughs> illegal. But anyway, oh, my, he was. My um, <laughs> You're not. <laughs> he was interviewed and said that, however, that there were you know the findings of it was stating that although there were many similarities between the cases he was not at liberty to disclose any information that had come out of the investigation of questioning daniel j nations um on january 5th 2018 oh sorry i'm reading them all out of order. this guy was before old mate who shot himself oh okay so that's okay yeah, putting it into perspective he was actually sentenced for three years of probation for threatening members of the public How they However, he was not released since he had an active warrant out for his arrest. And then on January 24th, he was finally transferred to um, custody for failure to re- failure to register as a sex offender. You know how you have to keep yeah, your yeah. registration up, so he didn't yep. do that. Um, and then in February 2018, there is no information about how this next point came about. Mm. Authorities then said that Nations was no longer considered as an active person of interest. No information as to why.
0: So so just for whatever reason that they're keeping to
1: themselves? They were like, you know what? Not him. Okay. Another guy who was named Thomas Bruce, um, he formerly worked as a pastor and was charged Mm. with fatally shooting one woman and sexually assaulting two others. Oh, my God. After having ordered them at gunpoint into the back room of a shop for religious supplies, um, it was committed in broad daylight, this crime that he did. Blah, blah, blah. He was noted as being of similar stature to the then current, you know, suspect description. Oh,
0: yeah, the the dude. Right?
1: With the hands in the pockets. Um, However, on December 4th, he was charged with 17 other felonies related throughout
0: St. Louis
1: and received the death penalty. But there was no mention of these murders in there. So another dead end, literally. The last one on my list is Charles Edridge. He was arrested on January eighth, twenty nineteen, in Indiana, of charges on charges, sorry, of child molestation and child solicitation. Um, police <sighs> alerted the FBI to a potential link between the cases, um, you know, between his existing ones and then the Delphi murders they call them because that was, you know, the town that they were living in. Yeah. Um, on account of his strong re- resemblance to the suspect sketch, um, however. This was before the updated composite sketch came out. So this is – they they um, linked him to the photo that Liberty yeah, yeah. actually took. Yeah. But then they were like, nah, fam, he doesn't actually look like your sketch. So yeah, they, but the
0: sketch doesn't look like the
1: dude. Exactly. So they dropped him. <sighs> Those are the only four persons of interest that came out of the thousands of interviews and 30,000 tips that came into the police.
0: But – they can't just drop him because he doesn't look like the shit sketch. Exactly.
1: So there's some weird juju happening around these that murders. That
0: town's fucked. Yeah.
1: Something is amiss that to me. That town is fucked up. Um, and what even strikes me more weird, and obviously, you know, we're just getting the facts secondhand here purely because the police have not released a lot of information mm. about this because it only happened in 2017. But I don't know, it just hit home with me because I was like, we have that much technology now. These people, these girls literally videoed and took a photo of their murderer. Like
0: how much how much more careful can you
1: get? How much more evidence can you get? Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> just anyway.
0: There's just so much because young girls are always told, you know, don't go walking alone and, exactly. da, 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 and be really super careful, be aware of your surroundings. They did
1: all Everything. of
0: the right things and the system, frankly, is letting them down. Yep.
1: It still is to this date. So I'm hopeful that, you know, what's it been, 2017? It's been three years. Three years. Three years. These girls will be, you know, it 16, it'll be 17. it four. It's yeah. been
0: three and a half years. Yeah,
1: nearly four years. Anything. The only thing to come out of it has been the parents um, started, you know, a fund in their name and have a few memorials around the place to spread mm. awareness for it. But imagine being their family. It's like in this day and age, you know, cold cases in 1944, you can mm. understand, okay, maybe they didn't have – Ways to yeah, check in. Yeah, and
0: by now it's too late, too late to do anything about it.
1: But, you know, I'm, however, I'm sure this isn't the only... We know this isn't the only crime like this in this current day and age. Where No.
0: there Well, there's one just local exactly. to us from only a few years ago. No,
1: two years two ago? Two years. Two years ago. Still, yeah, no, still no information.
0: Still no info about that. Well, except for that person of interest who's escaped to fucking India.
1: He's a scarpade. He's yeeted out of <laughs> the country. He's yeeted
0: himself out of the country.
1: And who knows what happened with... This man that was photographed and speaking, obviously, nonsense about throwing them down the hill. You know, down the hill. It just is so eerie because could you imagine being those poor girls, you know, trying everything in your power to make sure somebody found you or if they couldn't find you, yeah. got your killer and still four years down the track with everything in place. You imagine nothing. what they must
0: have been thinking. Oh,
1: God, I can't.
0: Those poor girls.
1: Yeah. So... Very interesting stories from both of us there. Yours was we didn't know the victim. Mine was we don't know the murderer. murderer. Well, we don't know. know And yours are. We don't know
0: what the. went on there there was
1: some code crap all through that
0: weird shit happening over here and some really infuriating shit happening in your story what the hell
1: yeah town i know there's not actually a lot of like i was trying to google it then because it came up as oh unsolved mysteries take a look at this one i was like all right then i'm not gonna say (laughs) no i'll get off jack the ripper and i'll have a look at these snapchat murders honestly it was the name that got me because i was like snapchat murders what is this yeah i was like oh i'm intrigued yeah um, but yeah, like there's just so many things that don't line up in both these stories really. And you can understand why they're yeah. unsolved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're so, that's so strange. Very
1: strange. So there you go.
0: Wow. Is, so, is there anything else like local to you that you can think of? Cause we've got Toya.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that I can think of that I definitely know hasn't been solved. I mean there was oh it would have been years ago now. You remember that case that happened um locally about the woman being burnt with acid in the wheelie bin? Do you remember that? No. Okay, so there was a um a lady who was um found in a wheelie bin. Obviously yeah. someone had murdered her and tried to dispose of the body by putting acid in and getting rid in of the, the evidence. Bin. Yeah. Didn't yeah. the
0: acid burn the wheelie bin?
1: Well no, because oh. it was, it didn't burn her either. So oh, silly. But I don't actually know the outcomes of that because it happened while I was quite young. Yeah, I just okay. remember hearing about it. So maybe that's something I can Google. That's
0: awful. Mm.
1: So yeah, cool. Oh, I don't have enough information to talk on the topic, but yeah, I do yeah. remember that happening. So that's crazy. There's been some crazy shit. There's been some very crazy shit. Mm. I mm. mean we live in a city where you don't ha- it doesn't happen all the time. No, so. it doesn't. But, I mean, 30,000 exactly. people, how would you not be like, let's f- grab your torch and pitchforks exactly. and go but and... How
0: are they not... Like, I know they said that they interviewed thousands of people, but it's been long enough they could have fucking interviewed absolutely everybody Everyone. Right now. <laughs> absolutely Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> 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 just to tone it up with some Vanessa Amorossi.
1: Vanessa Amorossi. Does that
0: mean we're done? <laughs> I think so. Once That's we done. start singing Vanessa Amorossi, I think we're done well uh, and truly. Oh, it just
1: reminds me of my youth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my
1: God. That is that was for this That was 20 week. years ago, wasn't it? Was it? Get out. Came out
0: for the, you know, the new millennium. Oh, 2000. Shit. Yeah, didn't they? I thought they released it for the Olympics.
1: Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. That would make sense because absolutely everybody was watching the Olympics. In
0: the whole wide
1: world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. That's it. All right. We'll be back with another episode next week, but in the meantime, make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help support the show.
0: And if you want to check out the other great shows on our network, head to
1: ccradio.com.au. And finally, make sure you join our fangirling fan group on Facebook. That's it. As always, I'm Rachel. And I'm Amy. And we just fangirled.